Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. In case you've not tuned into us before, my name is Maria Casillas, and I am here with my incredible co-host, Cody Sizemore. Cody, how are you today? Doing great. Doing Good. great. I did not prepare you for this, but in case we have somebody who's tuning in for the first time, what's one piece of advice you'd like to give them today? Mm. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're putting me on the spot. I just um, didn't even give you a chance. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, one piece of advice, uh, yeah. I guess, would be to, if there's something that you feel like you have been wanting to do, but you haven't, uh -huh. to just get started on it. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. And maybe getting started meant you hitting play on this podcast today. So we're, we're, we're here to welcome you. And those of you who have come back week after week, we really appreciate you as well. And we look forward to continuing to walk through with you through your journey on becoming a financial coach or continuing that journey. All right. I, Cody, would like to talk to you about something that came up in a Facebook group the other day. And it was just a really intriguing question. I thought, you know, this might be something fun to talk with Cody about and have our listeners chime in a little bit, because I think it's something that we probably all at least are affected by, even if it's not something that we struggle with. And the question came through was, how do you prioritize self-care and maintain your own well-being while supporting others in their personal growth journeys? Now, this was not necessarily in a financial coaches group, uh, but I think it is in a group of other coaches who are helping people in you know, some sort of transformation or growth journey. And I would say that even if we're not bothered by it, we are affected. So let me ask you, Cody, is this something you struggle with or is it just something that you're affected by? I would say it's something I'm affected by. Mm -hmm. I could totally yeah. see that with you. Absolutely. So if it's something that it doesn't bother you and you don't struggle with it, what are some of the things that you actually do in order to maintain some of that self-care? Um, well, first and foremost, I just make it a priority, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I understand that, like, if I don't take care of myself, how am I supposed to take care of other people? Mm hmm. There's the you old know? adage about the airplane, you know, when the yeah, yeah, oxygen exactly. comes down. Yeah, mm -hmm. yourself first kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I make it a priority, not just for myself, but also for my family. And then also, you know, to make sure that I show up for the people that I'm helping as best as I can, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that it's just as much of a uh, priority to focus on my own self-care as compared to, or just, not as compared to, but it's just as much a priority to do that than it is to help other people as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I think it's so important for us to model for our clients. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I've mentioned on here before that I homeschool my daughter. And one of the things that we need to do is try to model the way in which we want to think through a problem or, you know, work through the logic of something. And that, that's just so important because if we just tell somebody, here's what you're supposed to do, here's how you get from point A to point B, here's how you get this answer, 
my daughter will be able to give me the answer, but she won't have a clue as to how she got to that answer. And so one of the things I need to do consistently is be able to model for her, here's how you walk through the process. And I think as coaches, that's one of the things that we need to do as well, not just when we're sitting down with them and helping them walk through their budgets and helping them understand what their priorities are and their values, but also in our own lives so they can see that we are doing what we're preaching, that we're actually modeling for them the the importance of being able to take care of ourselves. I can tell you for myself, and I don't know if this ever happens to you, maybe not as much yet, um, just because I know you and I are in different areas of our lives, but um, sometimes prioritizing stuff for my personal life looks like not being able to show up for as many clients. And I put it that way on purpose because I, when I have a client, I always want to show up for that client in the best way that I possibly can. But sometimes I know that my time is limited in terms of how much time I'm able to coach. And so there have been many times right now included where I actually have to put a pause on bringing new clients in so that I can serve not only the clients that I'm working with at the moment, but also the other people in my life. And you mentioned some of the big ones like, you know, family, the, the, the husband, the children, um, other, other priorities that I have, whether it's volunteering, et cetera. And all of that gets determined by what is a value that is important to me. And just like I do that with money, it's how I do that with my time as well. And so um, I agree with you that it really does come down to, you know, setting that priority first. When it comes to the time that you make for yourself, I know we've talked a lot on this show about some of the fun stuff that you do, some of the I'm just going to say the crazy stuff that you do, you know, with all like your rucking marathons and stuff. Um, but obviously, getting involved in physical activity is something that's really important to you. It feeds you and gives you energy. Are there any other things that you would say do the same? Yeah, I mean, uh, finding time to exercise is huge for me. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's not something that drains me. It's the opposite, actually. Typically. Um, yeah. So doing that. Um, and then also just living just a healthy lifestyle as well. So like, you know, not, um, you know, just eating whatever I want all the time mm -hmm. and just being plugged into that. Uh, that's something that keeps me sharp. It keeps me focused. It keeps me clear. So, you know, that's really important to me as well. But then really f finding and also scheduling in rest. Mm -hmm. is super important to me. Mm -hmm. um, even if I have like a very, very busy day or a very busy week, like this week, I'm extremely busy. Um, I have strategic breaks in my day every, every, every day that I just do nothing. I do mm -hmm. nothing because I know that I need that in order to show up for when I needed with clients or, or, you know, my business or whatever it might be. So finding and scheduling the time to just rest is really important to me as well. Um, so I would say that too. And then just finding time for the family as well too. Um, mm -hmm. You know, obviously that that's why I'm doing this all. So, you know, that's really important to like, you know, not just put them on the back burner for the sake of the business, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's kind of goes hand in hand with what you said about like, your client load and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, just ensuring that I'm not overworking myself as well. I mean, obviously you'll have weeks where you are 
pretty busy, but you know, as long as it's not like that every week, then it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One common thread that I heard within that is, and that you didn't actually use the word was intentionality. And I talked a lot on here about intentionality over rigidity, especially when it comes to helping our clients understand their, their finances. Uh, But it sounds like you're actually applying that concept to your, your time schedule as well, that you're being very intentional with those things, but you're not out there. Like some of those people who are just they induce eye rolls for me. Uh, the ones who are like, you've got a hundred percent go, you can't ever slow down. You know, it's, you've got to just go get, 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 get all the time. And you're saying, no, actually you actually need to schedule in rest. (laughs) That's an, that's an important component for things. And so important to you that you literally put that on your calendar for an opportunity for you to literally just do nothing. And I think, I think that's really important. Um, and it's something that I don't always do. I don't put it on my calendar. I do schedule it in for myself, but I don't, I have not been very good about writing that on my calendar. So I appreciate that. Um, although I will say I totally went to bed at like 830 the other night um, because I heard my body. Yeah. I I heard it and I'm like, okay, I need to be up by four something tomorrow morning. I just need to go to sleep. And somebody texted me at like 845. My phone typically turns off at like 915. And I was so dead to the world that I didn't even hear that come through at 845. So obviously I was right. I needed the rest and I was willing to just tell everybody at home, I'm going to bed early tonight. Um, So I think that's a, a really important key component that you mentioned. You also mentioned, you know, scheduling in time with your family, which I know is important. Uh, But I'm guessing sometimes that's fun activities as well. So what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? I'm I'm half afraid to hear what you say here. Uh, (laughs) But I'm really curious. To to be honest with you, it's nothing crazy. Um, My fun is just relaxing or it's just spending time with people that I love to spend time with. Mm -hmm. And that could mean that we're just chilling or it could mean that we're, you know, grabbing a bite to eat or whatever it might be. Um, But I love, love, love football. So, you know, I, I mean, every Sunday, like I'm making sure that like for sure I have at least my team, which is the Detroit lions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Best team in the league. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I'm for sure, you know, scheduling that time. But hey, if if I'm watching football from 1 p.m. until you know 12:30 a.m., I'm cool with that too. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, because that's just my time to not worry about anything and to like reset kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't do anything too crazy. Not anymore. I used to. I used mm-hmm. to quite a bit. Uh, but no, you know, I think that's I'm, great. I wasn't afraid that you were going to say something crazy. I was afraid that you were going to say something super productive. So I'm grateful to hear that sometimes you just chill and watch the boob tube for a little bit. So, um, mm-hmm. kudos to you on that. I think that one thing we haven't really touched on yet, and maybe this is because it kind of comes naturally to you and I both, but this whole idea of being around people that you aspire to be like, yeah, people that create energy for you, uh, kind of getting rid of some of the people in your life that kind of suck the energy out of you. I want to say this because I think sometimes when we, when we hear that, we're like, Oh, well, you know, they're being so rude. Like why, why would they walk away from someone? It's sometimes it's not anything wrong with the person. I just want to say that out loud. 
there are times when I've just been very misaligned with somebody. And because I'm misaligned with them, they might be a really great person, but I just don't enjoy my time. Like being around them is work for me because I have to be careful what I say, or I have to like maybe double think something before it comes out of my mouth. I don't feel like I can be myself around somebody who I'm I'm misaligned with. And because of that, that starts to drain the energy out of me or somebody who's like constantly telling me how horrible everything is that drains my energy as well <laughs> because it's like, Oh, I, I can't, I can't always be on for people. And when I have to be on for clients, that's one thing. But if I have to be on in my off time as well, that makes it a little bit more difficult as well. So all of that to say it's it's okay to limit the time or even cut it completely out with of the people that you don't really I don't want to say you always have to be gaining energy from, but the people that actually drain it from you, it's okay to limit your time with those people. And then find people who you aspire to be like, that's one of my favorite things about this podcast is I love so much of what you do that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to steal that. And I love this. And I I mean, just the perspective, I aspire to be more like you. And so it's it makes sense to be in the presence of somebody like that. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. Um, I, I would call those people energy vampires. Yeah, I've heard that before. I feel like it was on like Energy Bus, right? Yeah. By John Gordon. I think so. They just suck the energy out of you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're feeling drained when you're trying to recharge, then you're going to be going into a a situation to where you need to be at at like, you know, 100% or pretty close to it. And you might be at like 50, 40, 30%. And it's it's just going to be a drag, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with moving on from those, from those people. I've done that mm-hmm. more times than I can count, especially when I kind of transitioned from my music days to what I'm doing now, you know, there was a lot of just moving on. Um, and you know, some of those people were really good people. Um, but again, like you said, like our values just didn't align and it, they were, energy vampires and I'm okay mm-hmm. with it, you know, mm-hmm. still yeah, like and- those people, but yeah, I'm just okay with it. Yeah. And in all reality, we probably are energy vampires for them as well, because yeah. it, you know, if we're misaligned, then they're probably also feeling like they're trying to step on eggshells, et cetera. And, and so we're actually doing each other a favor when we walk away from that. Um, you mentioned, you know, when you're trying to recharge and something is draining the battery that eventually it's going to end up with net zero. Um, that totally happened to me last night. I was charging my phone and I was also wanting to look for recipes on the, on the phone. And so I'm like, it was on the charger and I was still, you know, using it and it wasn't a very strong charger, um, but it would get up to just over 10%. And I would know that because it would go away. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it'd come back to me saying low battery and like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then it would get just over it. It would go away. And eventually it got down to 1% and it just turned off like, okay, time to walk away because because <laughs> it's yep. gone. So what you said is absolutely true. That works with us just as much as it works with any device that we would plug in. So um, there is one more thing that I'd like to just kind of bounce off of you. And that's this whole idea. We've kind of touched on it, the idea of taking care of yourself and, and making sure that you continue to work on yourself. But I want to talk about it in the context of actual coaching. And um, 
I don't know, this, this might not be a super popular reason or um, thing to talk about when it comes to how do we take care of ourselves when we're coaching others. But I really think that the idea of continuing to work on ourselves as coaches is a really good way to take care of ourselves while we are helping other people. You know, I know so many times it can be very simple to kind of get into a rut. Like we just say the same things to people. We start doing the same things with people. And those people are all different people. And so the same things are not going to land for person B as they did for person A. And so we kind of get stale in our approach with, with our clients. So I would encourage every listener today to consider, are you getting stale in your approach? And if the answer to that's no, that's okay. But are you, are you reaching the potential that you have as a financial coach? Then if not, I think that's where it becomes really important to actually get some outside help for yourself, not necessarily like a therapist or something like that, but maybe another coach to make sure that you are on your game. I would highly encourage you to find a coach who's willing to supervise you. You know, like, what do you mean you got, they got to supervise me? I just want them to actually look at you in action and be able to give the feedback that you need for that. Uh, so many times we go through courses, we know what to do. We even think we know how to do it and we get in the moment and we do that, but then we hang up the phone and we go, huh. I wonder what I could have done to make that outcome different, or I wonder what I could have done better. And I just think one of the most powerful things I've ever had as a coach and then also as a counselor in training all those years ago was to have somebody actually watching what I do and then have to give me actual feedback on that. Real Mm -hmm. one, real feedback, not, oh yeah, you did a great job. Like give me constructive feedback. What could I have done better? Uh, And so I just encourage each each and every one of you listening today to consider that. It's a very vulnerable thing and I get that. It's super uncomfortable (laughs) and I feel that. Um, But I still think it's very important and I think it's a way that we're going to be able to help our clients even more than we already do. Well, it's a good point because if you think about it, like, what we do for our clients is we help them take care of themselves, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, why wouldn't that translate for ourselves with right. someone else, you know? So yeah. it's, it's the same concept, but sometimes we forget that when we're talking mm-hmm. about ourselves, you know? So I think it's a really, really good point. Um, and it, with doing something like that, like it brings you progress, uh, whether it be measurable progress or maybe progress in a way that's not measurable super easily. Mm-hmm. Um, More abstract progress. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but progress makes you feel good. It makes you feel energized. And by doing that and feeling that progress or even seeing that progress, then you are in turn taking care of yourself as well, yeah. which yeah. then allows you to take care of other people even more. So I think that's a really, really good point. I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, you bet. Did I miss anything else? This has been a really good conversation. I just want to make sure we're leaving it all out on the table for everybody. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think that's it. I mean, I, we covered everything that I do. I think that you brought up some good points as well. So I think we're good. Wonderful. Well, thanks for having the conversation with me. Mm -hmm. Now we just need to take it out to the Facebook world and go answer their question. That would be as... That would require me remembering where I saw it and going and finding it. And I don't have prioritized time for that. So I'm not going to. (laughs) I am practicing what I preach. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for listening in. Um, you know, we'll be, we'll be back again next week with another episode of the Financial Coaches Podcast. And, uh, you know, just check that one out too. And maybe the next one, maybe the next one, maybe the next one. Mm-hmm. And maybe the next one too. So you guys take care until next week. We'll catch you then. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.